Hi, this is Dan Smith, and this is God Talks for OC Grace Online University. Well, welcome again. I'm Pastor Dan Smith. And uh, as we do this, I'm a pastor of the Garden Grove Church. Who knows years from now, if this is still going around, where I'll be at that time. But right now, I'm here at Garden Grove Church, and we are doing a series called God Talk. And uh, we are doing 10 minutes and taking another slice of some of the questions that are out there about God. This is part of OC Grace TV and uh, OC Grace University Online. And uh, we're glad that you're following along with that. This is our favorite topic and my favorite topic for sure. And what we're going to talk about today, does prayer really change God? I have wrestled with this all my life. Does prayer really work? In every religion and every culture, people pray to God or whatever they call him, begging him to heal somebody, send them money, give them children, help them find a job, keep them safe, something. There's a famous story about an Arab who was walking across the desert. He's so thirsty. He's dying for a glass of water. And he finally comes up to a, a Jewish man who has a little display of uh, neckties there. And uh, he says, can I get a glass of water? No, but my brother has a restaurant uh, three miles over those sand dunes, and uh, maybe he'll give you a glass of water. You want to buy a necktie? <laughs> No, I don't need a necktie, you idiot. I need water. I'm going to die. So this poor Arab goes uh, stumbling across the desert to go get some water. A few hours later, he comes crawling back. He said, and the Jewish man said, did my brother give you some water? <laughs> no, he wouldn't let me in without a necktie. Is God like that? Is God hard to get something out of? He's got to hold it back until you do certain things. And then finally, he'll relent. Does God demand for us to give him offerings, food, flowers, money, sacrifice children in the old pagan days as they did in ancient times in order to be willing to give us what we need? Does prayer really change God? What are we saying when we say prayer changes God? It means God wasn't already doing everything he could do. But the Bible says in John 5, 17, my father is always working and I too am always working. And we are, are we saying that if God doesn't do what we want, then pray harder, pray longer, get more people to pray, get bigger people to pray, better people to pray, people in higher positions to pray for you. And maybe God will finally change his mind. God will listen to them, won't listen to you. It means we think we have a better idea of what is good than God. It means God will finally wake up and say, oh, okay, 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 I see what you're saying. You're right, I haven't thought of that. <laughs> it's ridiculous when we say it like that. It means we have a better idea of what should happen than God. And our idea of what is good is better than God's. How can we say that? If we think prayer changes God, then it either has to change God for better or change God for the worse. Nobody wants to change God for the worse. But do we really want to say prayer changes God for the better? No, God cannot get any better than he already is. He is perfect. He is magnificent. He is the best. He is beyond our wildest imagination. Nobody can ever come up 
with an idea of God better than what he already is. Daniel 9.14 says, At the end of the universe, we're all going to judge God, and we will all say, The Lord is righteous in all that he does. We wouldn't change the thing. No mulligans, no do-overs. He did it exactly right when you see the end from the beginning. Philippians 2, 9 to 11 says, Someday every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He was perfect. There wasn't one single time where we would have done anything different. We will never say, God, we think you missed that one. If you could do anything over, it would be that one. He is righteous in all that he does. So, prayer changes us. Prayer doesn't change God, it changes us. It puts us in the stream, Philip Yancey says, where God can use us to do his miracles. What we're asking God to do, God can use us as part of the answer. Missionaries are somewhere, they need help. They pray, somebody over here is praying, offering God whatever they have, and God matches them up and uh, impresses this one to do something for them. And we send them some money or support their project, and the miracle happens. There's an old story by Tony Campolo. He was speaking at a Christian college close to where he is there in Pennsylvania. And uh, in the back room, these were young Pentecostal students, and they were going to pray for Tony Campolo. So they all gathered around him, laid their hands on him. He said, got tired of the leaning and pressing on him. One young man, just fervent, began to pray. Oh, God, you know my neighbor down the street. You know my you know who it is, God? The one in that silver trailer, three quarters of a mile down the street on the right. And Campolo was saying to himself, God knows where this is. Go on, go on. Well, he left. He left his wife, God. He left and left his family there. God sent him back. That family needs him. Sent him back so that family will have their husband and their father there. Finally, he finishes the prayer. Everybody says amen. Tony Campolo finishes the sermon. He goes back into his car. He's driving down the freeway home, and there's a hitchhiker. He always picks them up. What's your name? Charlie Scosis. The very name that the pastor had mentioned when he was praying for that young man. He went off the freeway. The young man says, where are you going? I'm taking you home. How do you know where I'm going? God told me. God told you? You left your wife today too, didn't you? How did you know that? God told me. <laughs> they drove down the road, three quarters of a mile, silver trailer on the right. There I was. And they pulled into the driveway. And he said, you go in. I want to talk to you and your wife. The guy went and got his wife. Now she came out. Her eyes were big, you know, because he had just told her. God told him who I am and my life and uh, all of that. And he sat down and he led them both to Christ. And Charlie Scosis, I think, is a pastor today somewhere. That's how it works. Someone is praying and the, the channel gets passed on to someone else and they pray and God uses the various channels and does the miracle. There was a young man who came to Christ, knew nothing about prayer, knew nothing about anything. The man who led him to Christ said, uh, Bob, I'll make you a deal. You need to start praying. What should I pray for? Well, pray for something to happen in the world. Let's see if it works. You write something down and you pray every day for six months. 
If nothing happens, I'll give you $500. If something does happen, you got to give me $500. All right, fair enough, fair enough. So he said, what should I pray for? Well, how about praying for another country in the world? Okay, what country should I pray for? So finally they settled on Kenya. Pray for Kenya. No connection to Kenya. Wrote it on a little yellow stick. He put it by the bed. Every night prayed for Kenya. Didn't know what he was praying for. <laughs> Six months almost done. Going to get $500. Sitting at a banquet. Began to talk to each other. Lady sitting there. What do you do? What do you do? Oh, I sell medical supplies. What do you do? I run an orphanage in Kenya. <laughs> you know where this is going. They knew that minute $500 was gone. What are you doing with that orphanage? And he, he asked questions for an hour. She says, I never had anybody be so interested in my orphanage before. You want to come and see? Yes, I want to come see it. Flew over there. Ended up raising money to get a whole truckload of supplies. Container full, I think. Send it over there, medical supplies for the orphanage. Flew over there several times. Began to meet senators and big people. And just was a force for good. He prayed and God used him. He opened himself up to be a channel for God. Prayer changes us so that we can be a channel. It moves us over where we're right there where God can work through us. And if 2.3 billion Christians are praying, God will make a difference in the world through all of us. There's a lot more we could say, but this is God Talk, and you got to come back for the next one. We're doing 20 different God Talks, 10 minutes at a time. We'll hope you join us. God bless.